Welcome Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. I'm speaking quietly because I'm on board a Beechcraft 1900 light plane. Uh, I'm sharing this aircraft with about 12 other motoring journalists and Richard Porter. We're flying to Le Mans for the Le Mans 24-hour motor race and you're coming with us. Enjoy the flight and enjoy the programme. Jones on speed up the mall 24 hours with Peugeot. After a very nice flight, which took about an hour from Farnborough to Le Mans, we're now ensconced in uh, Place de République, which is in the middle of Le Mans, or perhaps the Centre Le Mans, as they say here, uh, for what's called the Grand Parade de Pilotes, the Grand Pilots, or Driver's Parade. And before the parade starts proper, um, there's a whole bunch of very interesting supercars presented by Ballon Coville have come by. Um, Ballon Ross. Ballon Ross, sorry, Ross. not Ballon Coville. No, that's something completely different. With me, Richard Porter, Dan Strong from Auto Express. Uh, Dan, what cars have we yes. seen so far? So far, we've seen quite a collection of uh, uh, unusual sports cars, both the uh, Avro 720 Mirage, extremely expensive evolution of the uh, GT40. We've seen also the latest DBS from Aston Martin being driven by someone we think might be Jamie from Top Gear. <laughs> Hello, Jamie. And the Gumpert Apollo, which I've never seen in the flesh before. It looks good, doesn't it? It does look good. Oh, we've got more... Oh, the 308RCZ from our hosts at the lovely people of Persia. Yeah, now Persia have flown us out here, so we have to applaud for this. Well, look at that. What well, a nice looking car. Yeah. Look Doesn't look anything like the TT in the flesh, does it? No. The 308RCZ. I saw that at the Geneva show, and it, it looked it looked quite nice, but out on the street, it looks bloody marvellous. That's quite good. I'm worried, though, about the, the name RCZ. That there's, that there's a trend towards cars these days with slightly rude names, like Ford are going to do a diesel version of the ST called the STD. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to do a sporty version of the Ford Ka called the uh, Car SI, but then he realised it looked like it said Carsey on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought RCZ just sounds like some new form of autism or something like that. <laughs> yeah, our, our youngest got RCZ. Quinas, Quinas never crash, Quinas. <laughs> um, jokes about autism. Always. No, that's cool. In a car show, <laughs> autism jokes are on. Well, because we're all basically we're autistic. Autistic, yeah. Well, we like a Toast, don't we? No, I didn't. Is that no, right? Isn't that what it means? I saw when that um, Jaguar came round before the XJR9, I did start shouting, Jaguar, 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 <laughs> like uh, a three-year-old. Dan Strong just told me something wonderful about a Spiker which drove past. What was it? Yeah, we just seen the Spiker C8 La Wallet. I believe. Uh, this car actually is made in the UK because even the Dutch won't allow something of that ilk to be built in their own country. So coming over to the UK to take part of our, our lax laws toward building kit cars, small caterums, all the rest of it, basically the C8 takes advantage of all of that and is produced, I believe, near Woking. It's a CDK, a CKD then, not down kit, no, KCD, oh, I hate dyslexia. Could be, could be either of those, but uh, <laughs> I, I understand it is assembled in the UK, which is why you see most of them with oh, UK plates on them. Can I just, sorry, I can just interrupt, I can see that they're, they're sending these little trike things around before the cast with a, a little girl, uh, not a little girl, a fully grown girl, I've checked, uh, <laughs> all woman, uh, with a sign that tells you what's coming around next, and I've just noticed, look, she's uh, holding up a sign with a US flag on it, it says Tesla, and then in inverted commas, electric, this is this electric uh, Lotus Elise 
this thing. Isn't it followed by a bunch a of lawyers? cable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's still plugged in. Please remember, if you are driving a Tesla for long distance, use one of those kind of bungee cords you get on kettles for safety. Don't, don't just have a normal cable. A coily cable. Yeah, people trip over it. Yeah. Let's listen to the sound of the Tesla as it goes past. It stopped. Do you think it's running out of gas? Oh, no. There's a bloke with Hang a on, massive gas. bag of AA batteries coming out. I can see the top of the windscreen. It's there behind those people. No, it still stops. Please tell me it really does. It's moving. It's moving. It? Right, let's yeah, listen yeah. to it as it goes past. Quiet, please. No, no discernible noise at all. Doesn't look like an Elise anymore, does it? It's sort of windscreen in the back of the spare. It's quite a pretty little thing, isn't it? Um, notice that it's on um, Norfolk registration. Oh, Pagani. Oh. It's orange as well for those listening in black and white. It's the Zonda F Club Sport. That's nice. Look at that. Yeah. Sitting and forward, cab forward like a Group C car. Ah, we're joined by Mr. Kevin Jones of Persia. It's hey, a good show you put on for us here. Yeah. What a view. Highlight so far, I have to say, with you here, was the RCZ. Oh, yes. Well, you've got to put one in, you know. Are there any more Peugeots running? Do you know what's running in? Obviously, the drivers will be around soon. It's possible... We had um, 908, the Le Mans chassis-based car last year, which is the four-door limousine. That needs to drop there gorgeous. That was here last year, as I say. Possibly might make an entrance. You know, we'll see. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I mean, it's a handsome car. It's a gorgeous car. Yeah. Is it a runner? I didn't realise it was a it's, runner. Oh, it's definitely a runner. It's a hard thing to do to make apparently a, a limousine look stylish. You know, you everyone make a dream of a, of a race car, supercar look, but to make a four door limousine look sexy—that's an achievement by the designers. It's got that sort of wet drip look metal feel if you like you know it's just the panels are just dripping with metal if you like as if someone's taken a raw chassis and dribbled mercury over if it if you like yes yeah. a little bit black <laughs> <laughs> black mercury <laughs> sounds I'm like an aftershave from the 80s <laughs> I like it yeah the apprentice would have done well yeah. that wouldn't they <laughs> hey we're current on this show aren't I know, we look at that the issues that matter disappointing amount of shouting from the Dutch so far <laughs> there's still time though yes yeah. like I say, no. it's early yet isn't it yeah I should say that we're actually watching from a bar which is two floors above uh, La Place de République. So we've got we've got pole position. We're, we're doing very well It's actually a, not just a bar, it's a cake shop. A cake shop? Yes, a delicious. Oh, yes. That's or, the best yes, kind of bar. Yes. Out oh, now. Tramontana. Oh, God, I saw this. Yeah, we have a bloody awful come waste on, of time. Come on, car spotters, who is it? What is it? Tell it's us. It's a Spanish V12. It's like they've sort of taken the kind of an aerial atom, maybe, or something, and they've put a bit more bodywork on it, but upscaled it by about 500. And, and it's a tandem. A in it. Total waste of everybody's time. It annoys me, this car. And this year at Geneva, they had the basic carbon fibre hull. It just looked like a beached, high-tech whale. It was ridiculous. And what's their reasoning for making it a tandem? Just to, just make it to annoy me more <laughs> with its pointlessness. Let's work, then. Let's go. <laughs> it's done very well. Yeah, so that was the tram in the distance. I'm very disappointed that the trams that run in Le Mans don't have golf painted on the side, at least. Mm, yeah, and it is a 24-hour service, I believe. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Probably, isn't it? That's like a prowler, isn't it? Yeah. It is like a prowler. Look how big it is. Look how big that car is. V12. What's V16? Uh, V12, I think. I can't remember where from. It's an insect. What a waste of time that car is. Is that a firebird? What's that? Uh, Koenigsegg. Oh, yes. He looks rather Swedish, yeah, doesn't he? And the Veyron. Swedish. Though. Ladies and gentlemen, full respect to the Veyron yes. incoming. I think they got them in the right order, actually. Well, they promised us supercars, and they definitely delivered. It's 
race day now and we've established a position by the curves just before the start-finish straight. Richard and I ensconced very nicely in the uh, Peugeot Hospitality. Not a bad place to be, Richard, is it? <laughs> I'm not complaining at the moment. I've just checked my good time monitor and, um, yeah, conditions are good. We're just watching the... Uh, well, it's not historic. Historic makes it sound really sort of like wire wheelie. They're not. They're these sort of 80s Le Mans cars. And the Jaguar XJR12 is in the lead, driven by Justin Law. We've just checked the money in there, and he uh, his best time. Here we go. Listen to that. There we go. There we go. There he is. Right. You know the silk cut livery, Jaguar XJR12. That's what we've got here. Justin Law is driving it. His best lap time, 3.47. Now, that's not shabby. In fact, that's the opposite of shabby. That's bloody good. So, um, yeah, they're not hanging around. It's brilliant. And this, this is, is just a support race. I know, this is just a warm-up. This is like going to see U2 and finding that the Beatles are on first. <laughs> As if the position I was in watching the support race for Le Mans this year wasn't elevated enough already, I'm also sharing this platform with... Probably one of my favourite motoring journalists, Steve Cropley, columnist for Autocar. Steve, are you a, a Le Mans fan? Oh yeah, I guess I've been here eight, eight times. I, I've never done it uh, by sort of uh, in a soft house way in the car park or anything like that. But uh, but uh, I'm a dedicated uh, hospitality enthusiast, and there's some pretty good hospitality at, at Le Mans. So. In the past, you've always done it in this style then. You've flown in or have you driven over? Oh, no, driven. Driven various times. Come on, motorbike once was pretty good. Was, it, was that the best trip? Because I think one of the best parts of Le Mans is that it's a, it's a people show. You take part in the race yourself by driving over. Yeah. What was the best car you've driven over in? Oh, I'm trying to th- I, th- I drove over one year in a Citroën Light 15, which was, um, which was slow but stately. And it was good. It was... Uh, all the French loved it, and um, and it uh, you never had to pass anybody. It's good. You weren't tempted to come in your Bentley this year, then? Well, uh, actually, it would have been a pretty good idea, but as you know, uh, when offered a confronted, let's say, with a with an aeroplane ticket and an airfield right next to the circuit, it's a bit difficult to uh, to say no, just like yourself, Gareth. Yeah, absolutely. I usually camp, as you know, but uh, this time I'm flying in and standing up here. What a great position we've got. We were just saying, it's as if this stand was positioned, and then they put the circuit round it, I think. I think they must have known we were coming, Steve. Yeah, I think they did. Thank you. I look forward to talking to you during the race. Cheers. Gareth Jones at speed at Le Mans! The 76th edition of the 24-hour race at Le Mans begins in just a little over an hour's time. So Richard and I have gathered in the Peugeot Hospitality to look at the grid and decide who it is we're going to back for this race. It's impossible to predict who's going to win, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, because we, we were just saying outside, it's a war of attrition, so you just don't know. You really don't know. Um, by the way, that noise you can hear in the background is people coming up the stairs. <laughs> and really what are. a lot of people are coming yeah, up the stairs. So watch this live race. Live here in the Hospitality... If you just if we just quiet for a minute, that's the sound of people getting free stuff. 
and they're playing the Finnish national anthem in the background. You is probably can't hear it. It is, yeah, for Mika Salo. Oh, who? Oh. Okay, we'll start at the back of the grid. Right, then, you've done right. your homework on this because you've been through this list. I'm, I'm, I'm playing catch up here. But go on. Who, who are you picking? Okay. Well, in LMGT2, which is basically uh, road cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the guy in the Peugeot 106 I'm backing, but the number 82 car, which is a ritzy competition at American Car. Uh, it's a Ferrari F4330 GT, and uh, it's driven by Mika Salo. Jamie Mello and Jan Maria Bruni, who I used to back in British Formula 3 about 10 years ago. Yeah. So I've got to support that car. Now, what about you in LMGT2? Well, I was just looking at this, and I am just looking at this. We've got these little uh, entry lists here. I, uh, you see, immediately I'm drawn to the Flying Lizard Motorsports team. They're running a 911 GT3. Um, that would be the car Zog would support on the, on the grounds of their excellent 1981 single, I think. <laughs> I think that was a different <laughs> Flying Lizard. I know, but that's the, it's the name. I'm purely going for the name. I'm picking uh, teams out of this... Uh, like a rank amateur. Who's uh, driving the Flying Lizards car? Uh, Jörg Bergmeister, again, a good name. Johan van Ode Overbeek, again, a good name. And Seth Nyman. Seth's a good name, isn't he? It's a, I had Seth, a dog called Seth. Did you? Once. I did, yeah. Aww. I don't think he's in the okay, car. Okay, well, it was really, I suppose, I'm going to support the Virgo Motorsport Ferrari F430 because they're a British team. Uh, Robert Bell, Tim Sugden, Tim Mullen, good British names as well there. Good yeah. sturdy names. Proper names. Yeah. Dave kind of, Smith, you know. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, okay, LMGT1, which is modified road cars. Yes. Well, by a large extent. Hmm, quite modified. I'm going for the 009 Aston Martin, uh, which is driven by David Brabham, who I've actually overtaken in a karting championship one so maybe he's not that good uh, but it's uh, Antonio Garcia and Darren Turner the other two in that car and it's in the golf colours I mean whoa I know you see now I want to support uh, well I am supporting the 009 Aston Martin because it's in the golf colours but I'd also like to go and say I'm uh, equally supporting the 007 Aston Martin because uh, it's driven by Carl Wendlinger and uh, I thought World Party did quite a few good singles back in the 90s so yeah and Cheryl Frenson's also in that car <laughs> it's a really obscure no joke, though. I'm sorry. We were just um, choosing on music. No, really. no, it's got no, nothing yeah. to do with But also, they've got Heinzel Frenson in there in the, in the 007. So, yeah, but Aston's generally just support the Aston. Although, I've noticed that they're going to put... What's the name of the actor who plays at, um, Mulder in X-Files? Mulder. Uh, David David. David Duchovny. Duchovny. David Duchovny is acting as Heinzel Frenson's stunt double, I believe. <laughs> they look exactly the same. How weird. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you something really great here. This is We're, we're winging this because we're live on the ground in Le Mans, and I am childish excited about everything a brilliant moment they wheeled the cars out earlier on for the, for the lineup on the on the pit straight so people can go and mill around the cars and um the uh, one of the Astons was being pushed down there alongside one of the Corvettes and they entered into a race and they were running these blokes these burly mechanics were running like crazy in a race for the line it's great it was isn't so it? brilliant and then afterwards and the Corvettes just won although I'd like a steward's inquiry on this but then they all shook <laughs> each other's hands and I just thought this is Le Mans all over it's proper it's racing isn't bloody it? good blokes having a bloody good time uh, yeah you and me not the least of them ok uh, LMP2 the slightly smaller sports prototypes yep well, I'm, what are you going for? I'm going for the number 34, Porsche RS Spider, because if Zog were here, that would be the car he would support, being a big Porsche fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's driven. It's it's from the Van Merkstein motorsport team, who are Nederlands, uh, yes. and Peter Van Merkstein's driving, as is Jos Verstappen and Jerome Bleekemolen. Yeah, great Yo- names, great names. And, of course, the boss is in there. We love the boss. And, and the car is 
purple, which to you and me is violet. So this is one for my my missus as well. Look at that. That's like practically a dedication on air. Yeah. Well, yeah, you softer you are. If it wasn't for violet, I wouldn't be here. She wouldn't let me come in the world. Very hollow laugh. There. <laughs> uh, the ladies, we love them. Um, well, I'm with you on that. I like that. But also, I'm going to uh, keep an eye on the speedy racing team Seba. Hey, named after this programme. Yes, well, that's one reason. They're in Lola Judd. The other is because um, uh, one of their drivers is Xavier Pompidou. And when we saw them last night, we were watching the driver's parade. And they hold up the board with the driver's names on. But, of course, they just uh, do the initial and then the surname. And, of course, so he, his, his initial is X. And I've always dreamed of my initial being X. Xavier Pompidou. You don't suppose he's French, do you? I'd heard that he was from Reading, but... Um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, my other my other tip, uh, well, it's not a tip, it's just a people I'm rooting for, based on entirely on names, uh, in P2, is Team Essex, who are not from Essex. No. They're from Denmark. Yeah. They're in a Porsche RS Spider. Uh, John Nielsen, Casper uh, Elgard, and uh, Sasha Marsden uh, uh, driving that. I don't know who any of those people are or what the car looks like, but I just like the idea of Team Essex, because I want it to be in JPS colours, even though I know it's not. If Sasha Marsden crosses the line first, you know you've got to shout, don't you? Boo yakka, Sasha! <laughs> I was just going to go, Incha! <laughs> Which puts us into the big boys now. Here, Here we, we go. go, LMP1. We'll start at the bottom and work up. You go first, go on. So what, start at the bottom of the entire list? Yeah, there's a wow, lot of cars, aren't there? 24 I cars? I, I'll be honest, I can't be bothered to read them out because I'm going to mangle the 23 cars. I've just noticed, look, you, you should be keeping tabs on here. Chamberlain Synergy Motorsport, they're a British yeah. team running a Lola. Um, but one of the drivers is Gareth Evans. Now, uh, there's ah. a Welsh one. Well, they've also got Amanda Stretton in there. I don't think he is Welsh, but he's got a good Welsh name, so we, we'll, we'll observe carefully how that one's doing. It's probably the best-placed British car, I would say, in the LMP1 mm. category. Yep. I'll tell you who I'm looking at, though. Um, the Roll Centre Racing Pescarello Judd, driven by Stefan Gregory, João Barbosa, who's flirted with A1GP briefly. Good name, good name. But my favourite female racing driver of them all, Vanina X. And again, this is for Zog, because Zog loves Vanina. Yep. Not only is she a good driver, but she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And in Le Mans, where having more fun is more important than winning, that's yes. more important. <laughs> OK, but the, the brass tacks here. Yep. Uh, we're sitting in the Peugeot hospitality suite. We've just had a lovely Peugeot lunch. The, ooh, ooh, it was good, wasn't oh, it? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, the, the salmon. Uh, the, I didn't have the salmon. Oh, the smoked Listen salmon. To us. We've changed. <laughs> We'd be having some of those weird, really weird, manky sort of their chips, but they're not chips, things that you can buy all over the circuit here normally, and a pint of warm lager in a plastic glass. But I had a really delicious white wine and some really really nice food and the champagne was good last night wasn't the champagne it? was good we were such sellouts anyway but we're talking about Peugeot I, I, I am rooting for Peugeot because I think they've got a good shot at it and uh, you know they qualified at the front for a start Although that really means nothing, does it? But, but it's, well, it's, I think it's a psychological blow. If yes, you've got a car yes, that's, yes, what, yes. three seconds faster than the Audi, For sure. they're going to be trying harder to keep up, may put a bit of pressure on the car, on the system, it could break. But the thing, the difference, the key difference between the Peugeot and the Audi, as I understand, is that the Audi's quicker to repair than the Peugeot. And I've things do break. Yes. So it could be all in the reliability, but um, they've got a quick car, mm. and they're well prepared, and full respect to Peugeot for taking the race to Audi, who dominated this race yeah. for the last, what, seven well, years? that's why I would like, I think, of all the, the, the cars here, uh, you can't rule anything out, but I think the Peugeots have the best chance of taking victory over the Audis, and it would be nice just to see someone else win. So, Which um, one were you going for? Well, I'm going for the number eight car, 
which is driven by Pedro Lame, uh, Stefan Sarazan, and Alexander Wurtz. Just because I am, because I, I can't support the number seven car. I, I'm supporting the number eight because it's on pole, but the number seven car, Mark Genet, yes, good man. Uh, Nicolas uh, Menassian, good man, lives uh, just down the road from the Top Gear test track as well. Is that Brilliant. right? Yeah, yeah. And... Um, but they've got Jacques Villeneuve in there. Well, I'm supporting Jacques for this, oh, you don't. see. I am. I, 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 I was quite fond of Jacques. I really was. He's a bit of a punk. And I'm a bit of a punk, so good luck to him. He's so a bit I, of something that's got a you. I'm backing the Red 7 uh, Team Peugeot Total, Peugeot 908 HDI FAP. And do you know what FAP stands for? Uh, it is French for some kind of filter system. I think it's a uh, fuel. Uh, is it uh, no, filter, filter air particulation? I believe it's a particulate air filter which collects all the carbon yeah. uh, particulates from the diesel engine. You told me something quite interesting about that last night. Yeah, go on. You tell them then. Go on. Well, no, because I'll get it wrong. You, okay. You, I, well, it, 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 it's a, basically a big bag of carborundum, big muffler of carborundum, which is highly porous. It absorbs all the diesel particulates, and then gets hot and because it gets hot it literally dissolves all those diesel particulates to smaller bits so it doesn't clog up the exhaust system so it breathes properly but this is something they can only do in a race car because it runs that hot a road car would never really get that hot no you have to take the diesel particulate filter out or have it cleaned in situ to do that but because it's a race car it does it as it's going isn't that brilliant through the looking glass here people just uh, one quick one before we wrap up this because we've also got our eye on the Lola Aston Martin Aston Martin their little toe in the water in uh, LLMP1 uh, we they've got uh, Stefan Mook, yep. uh, Jan Charouz, and Thomas Enger. Thomas Enger, who's, Thomas who's Enger. always handy, Thomas. We like Thomas Enger. Oh, we do. We've always liked Thomas Enger. He's appeared on this programme. They're running the number 10 car by Charouz Racing, although it's really a pro-drive car, isn't it? Um, I, I, we have to mention the Audis. I think of all the Audis... I think the favourite to win this year has got to be the number two, if they manage to beat the Peugeots, stay ahead of the Peugeots. The number two Audi is driven by uh, Dindo Capello, we Alan McNish and Tom Christensen. Now, Alan McNish has been unbelievably unlucky and hasn't won this race since, I think, was it 98 or 99? I think it was 98. And he's hungry for the win. So if yeah. any Audi's going to win, that's the one I would back. But really, I'm backing and Jack also, in the Red 7 Peugeot. they've got Tom Christensen, and as you said earlier on, it made me laugh really hard. Tom Christensen, he's such a good driver. One year at Le Mans, he won twice. <laughs> that's true. There have been 74, uh, 76 events here at Le Mans. I think Tom Christian has won 150 times. <laughs> That's the sound of all the cars lining up on the grid as they've done their first lap and they're off. The start of the 76th running of the Le Mans 24 hours. Something like 24,000 horsepower crosses the line. will be available in Gareth Jones on Speed episode 60 ready for download from midday Greenwich meantime on Tuesday the 17th of June 2008 you can write to the show on speed at garethjones.tv download and subscribe for free at garethjones.tv or the iTunes store mobile TV and race data supplied by Kangaroo TV 
Gareth Jones on Speed at Le Mans 2008 was made by Whizbang with the kind assistance of Persia.